Hello friends, welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. We are looking at the energy, the astrological energy, the tarot and ritual guidance for April the 20th to the 26th of 2020. Moving right along. Um, 420 for all y'all stoners out there. (laughs) Um, just kidding. So, I'm a little out of it today, but here I am. Um, one thing I want to tell you guys about is that, uh, so I was meant to play this event, uh, this year called the Drone Fest. Um, which is a 24-hour kind of droning musical uh, experience at the Basilica in Hudson, New York. But obviously it was canceled. So we're working on a live stream. Um, I'll be collaborating with a friend of mine uh, who uh, lives upstate too. And uh, we will probably be doing a live stream on Saturday at the 25th. So please follow me on Instagram, uh, for updates on that. Uh, I probably won't be doing a podcast to announce it or anything. So, um, follow me on Instagram at Rebecca Conran or join my newsletter, um, through my website, www.rebeccaconran.com for uh, details about that. Yeah, it'll be like an hour long set. Um, all right. So here we are. April 20th to the 26th. This week's been pretty rough this last week. Very moody and emotional. Um, Definitely was feeling it as the sun was going to shift out of Aries into Taurus. Uh, It was a lot of... uh, Just the moon made so many aspects last week, too. It was was very, very moody. And, um, you know, I think that, like... It's really important to not try to be too, to not try to just be like productive through it or beat up on yourselves about productivity. You know, we, we sometimes just need to rest and like, we've never experienced something like this personally. I mean, the human race has, but like, we haven't ever experienced this level of uh, what's going on. And I think we just have to be so gentle with ourselves about like, what may be going on at the deeper level here for each of us. Um, Really softening in and not just trying to plow forward. Personally, like, I've been really feeling the need to have more downtime. I've felt absolutely really busy. Um, And that's cool, you know, like, I have been busy. I've been working on my um, studio space across the street from where I live, and doing a lot of work there, uh, to prepare it. Um, but also, and then also with my online business and, you know, all of the other stuff that I typically usually do. Um, but I'm really finding that I, I have to also just, uh, shut things down. I, I took a couple of days of that I practice, uh, off the schedule, you know, because I really need to make sure that I am getting those days where I can process my own stuff, you know, what's going on with me, where I'm not just feeling 
pulled in a lot of directions. And it's really easy to feel pulled in a lot of directions right now. The energy is really, really powerful collectively. So if you're a sensitive being, you may be feeling just really drained, really fucking drained. Um, so be gentle with yourselves. The, the theme I've chosen this week for April 20th to 26th is thank you for my life. Thank you for my life. The tarot that I have chosen uh, that came up, popped up rather, is the Page of Wands. So this is the card that was presented as the yearly card for my 2020 energy report reading. Pages have a young vibe. Sometimes that's like a fresh new energy coming in and sometimes it can speak to immaturity. Uh, Wands are fire. They represent spirit in motion or simply energy. And this is the card of playfulness, which is hard to conceive that we're being asked to like lighten up during this extremely worrisome time. But ultimately, this card is trying to connect us with our joy for being alive. Not, not that we have fun during a time of suffering, more like really connect into that childlike side of us that needs to be curious, needs to be creative, needs to be passionate, needs to be courageous, you know, needs to believe in ourselves. These are, these are things that like we need as humans, even in times of suffering. So this card is really asking us to continue to be our own individual, to be as curious as a child regarding the wonders of our universe. Um, and to connect with our joy for being alive. Uh, that's powerful to me right now, you know, um, especially given how much grief is about. Um, it feels like a responsibility we have to be grateful for our lives, to be grateful for what we have uh, when we're able to be in our homes right now, when we have food in the fridge, when we have any semblance of uh, ease, it is something to be immensely grateful for, especially since um, there is a disparity here. There is a disparity on Earth, and what's going on with this pandemic is it's only shining a brighter light on the disparity, on the in inequality, on you know the um, indignities that people are experiencing. So, if there's anything that we can be constantly practicing right now. It is this immense gratitude for our health, uh, for our, um, for any sense of ease that we have right now for our lives. The ritual this week is to do with that. It is thank you for my life. Many of you know my story. Um, some of you might not. I was a suicidal depressive hell bent on leaving earth after years of succumbing to pretty much every kind of abuse possible from, from childhood and up, you know, abuses that were done to me and abuses that I then did to myself, perpetuated to myself as a drug addict. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, my, this was unsuccessful, but at one point in my life, I could not envision keeping going. And I did try to end my life very, very seriously. Um, it is an absolute miracle that I'm here today and that I'm not um, a vegetable, too. 
you know, that, I, that I'm, that I have like, uh, my, my mental capacity that I didn't maim myself in some really, really terrible way. It's, it's absolute miracle. So, you know, obviously I'm here and going through that experience for me, right. Of like, being ready to end everything, being really suicidal, being so, so depressed that for six months I just couldn't think about anything else other than just, like, killing myself. Going through that experience of attempting to do it and living through it, um, it really led me as a former, I would say, spiritual doubter. Like, I actively did not believe in anything that I believe in now. I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was uh, like um, completely ridiculous. I would hold my hand up to God and be like, get the fuck away from me, right? But that experience led me to have a complete overhaul experientially, and then I could actually understand what spirituality was about that I couldn't, in, I couldn't before I had that experience. So, like, meaning that, all of my optimistic spiritual outlook that I have now is something that I earned bit by bit experientially, meaning I had a life experience over and over again that showed me mind-blowing things. And then the more that I moved into that place, right, of I have to change the way that I see and do the more that I moved into that and I softened and I became receptive and I practiced and I used my spiritual tools, the more oneness that I experienced, the more belief in myself, the more trust in myself, the more intuitive um, fortitude I saw, right? But one of the things that I started to do early on in my healing was to practice gratitude for my life, any element of it. Any small thing that made my heart swell, I would practice fully embodying that feeling. I still continue to, to this day, each and every diary entry that I make, I say at the end, thank you for my life. And they're not just words to me. They're not just words. They are present when the wind touches my face I hear the rustling of the trees when I'm on the porch, when I smell something that makes me really happy, when my cat comes over and he does his little brruh, brruh, brruh language to me. Every day I practice a full-bodied gratitude. Thank you so much for this. Thank you so much for this. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. And I... I'm I'm understanding because I'm coming from this place how you can also live a life where you're like this is terrible this is terrible everything sucks get me out of here get me out of here I fucking hate it I've been there I've been there and and ultimately like it took a complete rock bottom of almost dying to get me because I was so suicidal right and I was such a drug addict and I didn't care. Uh, it took such a fucking bottom for me to figure out that I had to change. It wasn't that life hated me 
It wasn't that everything was against me. It wasn't that nothing would ever work out for me. It was that I couldn't see anything that was good. I couldn't tap in to this side of myself. So I learned to practice the simple act of full-bodied gratitude for my life, which means you're not just saying the words, you're feeling it, okay? I'm so grateful that person called me when I needed to talk to somebody, you know? I'm so grateful that I made that delicious meal, and I'm so proud of myself. That was cool. I'm so thankful the sun is shining down, the birds are chirping outside. There's so much to be present to, right? So this week, the ritual is to just truly be grateful for your health, your home, your heart, and give that love back to the collective. Gratitude is not just for you, okay? It's a wave of energy that you give back to the collective. You surrender yourself in love. Sir, meaning highest part of self, render, give back. You're giving back the highest part of yourself, your gratitude, your love. Even any connection to spirit that you give back is powerful. It's, it's a powerful act of um, spirituality to, to give back this gratitude. And it's so important for us to do that. So this week the ritual is thank you for my life. And not just repeating the words, but experiencing that gratitude as an act of healing for not just yourself, but for the collective. All right. So this week, got some powerful shit going on. But, you know, we know that. We can see it pictured. So basically, the astrology is just almost confirming what we already know. It's validating uh, what we're already seeing, right? But it's also helping to point us in a higher direction than some of the lower base stuff we might be seeing. So on Monday, tomorrow, the 20th, uh, the moon is going to conjunct Chiron, both in Aries. So speaking of surrendering the highest parts of ourselves, last week we felt some of these strong moon transits. It was pretty, pretty moony, okay? Moony meaning we were moody. Our inner persona, our feelings... Um, like really on the forefront. So on Monday, the 20th, the moon is working side by side, conjunct on the same degree as Chiron, which is the wound where the light gets in. It's like our deepest um, issues. And going back to what I'm talking about, you know, like the most painful thing for me in my life, my own existence has become the most powerful thing for me to support others with and give back all through that work that I had to do of transforming myself right? It's become my most powerful ally and tool and, and, uh, an offering in the world. Um, so we start this week on an emotional note, Chiron and Aries, you are here for a reason. That's what Chiron and Aries is helping us collectively to tap into. You are here for a reason. It is specific and special to you individually. Only you know the gifts you have to share. Only you can unwrap that meaning in your lives. Even if you are unsure of it right now, I promise you, you will unwrap that meaning in your life. As the tarot this week highlighted, we need to move forward in our own unique way, no longer tied to the density of the requirements that we've inherited from our earth lives. 
Okay, so the requirement to work 40 hours a week doing this, that, and the other, the requirement of convenience and this detachment we have from our communities, you know, and where our food comes from and how we take care of the earth and how we take care of one another. You know, we've learned how to be separate and we are no longer tied to that density of, of separateness. Now we are like being asked to really evolve into the highest levels of connection that we can possibly experience in this lifetime. So we're finding a way to express our lives in a way that feels authentic to us. I think more than anything, what this experience has shown us is really highlights whatever is inauthentic, right? Whatever feels fake or just like whatever is just not actually very important is becoming really uh, glaringly obvious to us right now. So this, this transit is highlighting um, that we need to be ourselves, that we need to um, be genuine about who we are and move forward with our genuine feeling um, and not, not, that has to do with why we're here, what our earthly mission is individually, and not uh, the conditioned response that we've been taught. This transit is also highlighting, uh, as, as really as well as like the main thing that I think is highlighting is, which is like Jupiter and Pluto, which are conjunct, right? This is really showing us some sad parts of our society too, okay? Namely, highlighting those who go against their own best interests, right? Such as people protesting the end of the lockdown. And I think lockdown is a poor term for what we're experiencing, but like, I, that, I digress, and I'm going to get into that. But a better use of per protest, instead of it being about my civil liberties are, are uh, not being respected, right? How about we use our protest to ensure that each person in America are able to stay at home and still have what they need, right? Like, still be able to care for themselves, not need to worry about rent, health care. You know, how about we use our protest to make sure that there are monthly stimulus checks for all humans in this country, which come on time, right? That, that people don't have to worry about this, uh, about the repercussions of staying at home. How about we rework the food system so that it uses better energy for us, right? There's so many other things that we could be doing. Um, but when humans are in fear, they often act against their best interests. And I, I think that this is because this is of this subtle suicidal tendency that humans have, which is why, you know, um, it's like with the environment. It's not that Earth is going to go away. Earth is going to be fine. Earth will renew itself. Hu the human race is really what's, um, uh, you know, uh, possibly going extinct, Right. And so all of these behaviors are like these subtle suicidal ways, like people are gathering in mass, like, and, you know, not even ironically wearing masks while they're like, um, doing these like protests with their guns. And, and yes, to us, it can seem really scary, 
you know, when we when we observe that and and our and our minds can go to a story of like how um, of where that could end up. Um, but, you know, it's so important for us to be of the world, but to wear it like a loose cloak about your shoulders. OK, don't get caught up in someone else's story. Don't get caught up in their story and helping them to enact their story by attaching to their fear through our fear of them uh, perpetuating their fear. Does this make sense? What I'm saying here is very, very confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing, but we have to have a level of detachment away from someone else's story, right? So their story is that their freedoms are being removed. Um, that is, it may seem true to them. That may seem like a true story. Maybe there are even elements that are true. But we don't need to uh, buy into their story. That's their story. We don't need to buy into it by explaining it to them differently. We need to really just continue to live our individual lives in the way that feels most powerful, most meaningful, most supportive to the collective ourselves. Right? So if we know that a better use of protest would be to ensure that each person in America is supported, then that's what we're working on. We're not feeding our energy into this place, um, into this story of fear, right? Not that we're avoiding it. We're not avoiding it. We're not pretending it doesn't exist. We're just being very watchful of the way that we utilize our own energy because your thoughts, your emotions, your energies, they have power. They have power in our lives. And we, we, we want to be really conscientious of how we use our power. On Wednesday, the 22nd of April, it's Earth Day, plus there's a new moon in Taurus conjunct Uranus. So new beginnings for Earth, really. You know, that's what this energy is, is um, activating. The exact conjunction between the moon and Uranus actually happens on Thursday, the 23rd. So this is a highly charged couple of days. Uranus represents revolution. It frees us from old antiquated systems so that we can keep growing, so that we can keep evolving. It might be comfortable when we are small to rely on the security systems that our parents provide for us, but as we grow to maturity, it becomes important for us to cut those cords, so to speak, and become more self-reliant. In the, much of the same way, Uranus can prompt us to evolve into the beings that we were made to be manifest into in this lifetime. That doesn't mean it's easy, right? Like it's not easy to like grow up, but in a lot of ways, our society is growing up. You know, we are growing up. We are learning how to manage and be responsible for ourselves in a way that may be contrary to what we've been taught. Well, it's definitely contrary to what we've been taught. So on an individual level, we're changing. We're changing the way that we see and feel and be and, and, and act. And then uh, in a group level, that is really, you know, how we, uh, the structures that, is prov that are provided to support society, they are really having to change. That has to be completely rewritten. We knew this for a while. Okay, we've known this for a long time now. This isn't a surprise. But now we're in that melting pot of it actually happening where the structures actually fell apart, right? We could feel it. We could feel the, um, 
the ideas, the ideas, many of us, we could feel these like powerful ideas of like how we should be changing things. And now we actually have to change things. So this moon is also square Jupiter and Pluto, uh, which is, again, a conjunction that we've all been feeling immensely. Jupiter expansion, Pluto transformation. We're going to be feeling this for some time. We all have to experience our transformation, evolution, and expansion. We cannot run or hide or distract from the inner work that has to be done. We're like all meeting our makers, so to speak. And it takes real effort to stay the course right now. But we can keep going. We can keep going. There are freedoms, dignities, and securities that no event or person can ever take away from us. And that's what this new moon is all about a sense of inner security that it takes to live a a full life outside of needless agonizing and constant fear. That's what we're building within us. This is not an instant shift. This is not something that you just get and then, ah, I figured that out now and now I can move forward in a different way. It takes real time and effort to eschew the fear conditioning we've been taught and to follow the compass of our inner selves. It is happening, though. Just as I feel it within me, I know that you feel it inside of you, too. By choosing to become the master of your mind and the master of your response, you experience life with a deeper level of security available to you. This new moon really is setting the tone for the next month, one where we will see rebelliousness of all kinds, some healthy, like the spiritual rebel who refuses to not listen to their intuitive guidance. You know, the person who wants reform. I want reform. I want reform for all people so that all people can live with dignity. Those are the highest expressions of that Uranus energy. We're also going to see the unhealthy rebelliousness. You know, the foolish person acting against their own best interests, all in the name of quote-unquote security. Security is just not something to be chased. Nothing is secure outside of your connection to yourself and you are safe and you are secure partnered with the divine which is you your soul is safe always this is the uh, type of forward motion that we um, are seeing that is becoming more clear to us and and also just learning that it's okay to have less to work with less. It's okay to um, have less conveniences, you know? And hopefully it's a fucking eye-opener so that we can see many people have no conveniences, you know? And we really have to advocate for our family here on Earth. And this is just like... um, It's a game changer. We have to just really change the way that we are doing everything. Much like when I uh, woke up out of my suicidal stupor and I said to myself, I'm going to have to change everything about the way that I live my life. And I did. And it took me a long ass time. But I did. I changed the way that I eat. I changed the way that I move, talk, think feel, experience, see, every single thing went up on the chopping block. And this is a time for us to do that too. But we have to be willing. We've got to be willing to say, 
fuck, I got change. I'm willing. I'm willing to change. And as more of us continue to do that and continue to uh, live into these changes, um, other people will follow. Other people will follow. Just like when I was first getting into holistic uh, health, many people made fun of me, did not support me, thought it was bullshit, were always telling me how what I'm doing is pseudoscience, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I had an experience with it. I could feel the difference. I could see the difference. You know, I wasn't a believer when I went into any of it. I didn't just like blindly follow. I was really like, what the fuck is this? Is this really, really happening? But after years and years and years of like experience in it, it becomes just something that you know to be true. So we are just really, really sinking in and learning about these deep, deep and profound parts of our life right now. Uh, but be gentle, be gentle, um, especially since this week we also have Pluto stationing retrograde. Just an FYI, and I'm going to talk about this next week, but we have a shitload of retrogrades coming up in May. Um, so a station is pretty rough, a pretty rough time when a planet stations. We really feel that energy amplified. So on Saturday, the 25th of April, Pluto stations retrograde in Capricorn, and it's going to stay there through October 4th. However, however, Pluto, okay, is a powerful energy. It, it represents power in astrology. And although Pluto is super far away from Earth, we, we will feel this transit deeply this week as it stations. Power struggles, control issues could blow up. And yes, they already have been. However, during the retrograde period, we actually experience a slowing down of the rapid transformation, a time for reviewing and integrating all the changes we have been experiencing. A retrograde with Pluto is actually way more chill than the external version of Pluto breaking down systems and, and metamorphosis. So it ain't all bad, friends. So Pluto representing all the things shadow, death and rebirth, our shared re resources in Capricorn, the sign of service to our inner authority and responsibilities. You know, um, yes, Pluto is far away from us. Our experience usually of this energy is more generational and collective than our connection to personal planets like Mercury, which is very, very close to Earth. Um, but we are definitely feeling going to be feeling this Pluto shift this week, as well as we have absolutely been feeling this conjunction to Jupiter, also in Capricorn. Jupiter representing philosophy, spirituality, expansion, gifts. There's a deep seed of spiritual growth that comes through the very dark and scary elements of life which I've been talking about in today's episode. I know that my personal experience of suicidal depression 11 years ago was exactly the turning point in acknowledging and owning who I am as a spiritual person, much of which I was totally rejecting before I hit that bottom. For each of us, we experience bottom differently. Right now, we're in this global rock bottom. And hard as it may be, when we accept and surrender to the fact that we have to learn to do, feel, perceive, experience differently, things will change for the better for us. We must stop doing things in a way that are not sustainable. How we have cared for the human race has become unsustainable, and so we must change. 
Much like before I made changes in my life, my behavior got worse and worse. We also see that pictured in the world too. We mustn't let the fact that things are dark right now let us forget that a dawn is also upon us. We all experience tests of faith. Believe in yourself and your own power to get through whatever comes your way moment to moment. You absolutely are able to do that. And as I've been saying the last few episodes, spirit is your partner. Send it all to spirit. Give it to spirit. Spirit, help me. Spirit, help me. Spirit, help me. Spirit, do this. I can't figure this out. Spirit, where the fuck are you, spirit? (laughs) Sometimes I do that. If I really, like, am having a hard time in my own experience, I just treat spirit like they're my partner. And that's it. Uh, And sometimes I'm like, I love you so much, spirit. And sometimes I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Help my ass out. Um, Okay. So that Pluto retrograde is going to go through October 4th. Um, And we have a lot more retrogrades happening. They happen every year, though. This is a normal occurrence, uh, not something to be afraid of. And I think with Pluto, it's actually going to be beneficial to us. Uh, Finally, on Sunday the 26th, the sun is going to conjunct Uranus. Both in Taurus, Uranus really up our ass. Um, this transit has us moving outside of our security zones, especially mentally, because Mercury is going to square Pluto and Jupiter the day before this, um, free, helping to free our minds. But you might just feel it as like the power struggle with the Pluto. So for those on the path of enlightenment, there's a lot of freedom available to you. You can really feel free from some of your old belief systems and patterns, you know, at this time. Maybe this is like just the thing you've been waiting for is just to slow down and really reconnect with yourself. And you're getting a lot of benefit from that. And that is for those who are on a path of enlightenment right now. For those deeply entrenched in their shadow, perhaps, you know... This next week, we're going to see them even more so flooding the streets, refusing confinement. Uranus is the urge for freedom and rebelliousness again, remember. you know. But don't forget that karma is the law of cause and effect. It is absolutely sad and frustrating to see people working against our highest good, their highest good, but we mustn't lower ourselves into their story. Our karma is still our own. Stay present, stay grateful, stay spiritual. The energy you perpetuate, even in a lockdown, is your gift to give to the collective. So what kind of energy are you generating at home? Think of yourself as like an electricity conductor. What is that energy that you have at your home? Okay, um, even though we are almost done with this report, but I just turned the music off. (laughs) So I want to thank all of the monthly energy report supporters. Um, those who support via Patreon and Venmo. Uh, this week, Britt, Chloe, Holly, and Lauren, thank you so much for your uh, support. If you'd like to donate any amount, you can via Venmo at Rebecca-Conran or via PayPal. Those are um, linked in the show notes, or you can become a patron for $5 a month uh, of the Energy Report and support its availability. Um, again, on April the 25th, Saturday, April the 25th, I am all being well going to be streaming a live show through the Basilica, the Drone Fest, 
uh, an hour-long set. Um, it's going to just be kind of a fun, a fun thing. And, um, yeah, anything else that you guys need from me, you can check out my website, www.rebeccaconran.com for uh, my session types and session availability. You can actually book everything in on there. I have a um, coupon code new client for if you have never had a session with me, you can book a session and receive $50 off. If you are a return client, I have sliding scale sessions going on. You can check them, check them out online. Um, just remember that they still need to be paid in advance. Otherwise, your session may be canceled. Um, sending you guys so much love. Thanks for bearing with me today while I'm on this like 29th degree of sun and Aries vibe, which is very, uh, uh, I don't know, aggressive, <laughs> but I'm sending you all so much love. Don't forget to partner with spirit and thank you so much for your life. Thank you for incarnating here at this time. Love you so much.